Hello, hello, awesome people, and welcome to Authors Chat with Allison, where I will be interviewing inspiring authors and upcoming authors about their book, their brand, and their business. Today, I have with me on the line Angela Singletary. Hello. Hello. (laughs) Please introduce yourself to our listening audience. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Allison, for this opportunity. I'm so excited to be talking with you today. Um, My name is Angela Singletary. I am now a best-selling author um, as part of the Finally Free book. Um, I am also a life and wellness coach. I use positivity to help people reach their goals um, using incremental um, pathways. I'm also a a single mom of three, and I am a little person, so I am um, an advocate for little people, um, people with disabilities, and anyone in a marginalized community. Wow, thank you for sharing that. So you mentioned the title of the book. So what is the book about? Tell us a little bit about the book. Yeah, so uh, the book is finally free, and it is an um, anthology. So it's several essays from women um, all around the, the world, actually, because I think we have a couple Canadians in there. And um, it's just uh, amazing stories of women who have broken free um, from different forms of um, struggles or you know, just lifelong oppressions, and um, now they consider themselves finally free. Now, we can't leave out, because you and I both are on the same book, um, best-selling <laughs> authors, but we can't leave out that Eric is also on the book. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes. Oh, so sorry. Sorry, Eric. Eric is the lone gentleman, and he... He has an amazing story to tell about yes. know, the male perspective of mental health. So um, my apologies, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I think he understands because all of the uh, what texts and inboxing we've all been doing, um, you know, Eric is a team player. So, you know, we really, really love our finally free family. Listen, um, tell us the name of your chapter in the book and give us, the story behind it, or tell us a little bit about the story. Yes, so um, my chapter is called Just Keep Going, and I touch a little bit on um, several of the the struggles that I've had throughout my entire life, and the main theme is just that keep going because you can always get through it. There are going to be times where you are in something and it feels like, the end of the world, or it feels like you just have no idea how you're going to get past this. But if you just keep going, you know, I promise you that you will get through it. And, you know, I like um, your title, Just Keep Going. And I was thinking about um, who, who do you think is your target audience for um, your chapter? You know, I, my target um, audience for my coaching is probably going to be the same as, um, you know, the target audience for my chapter. Of course, anybody can read it, and um, and everybody needs coaching, 
but I tend to connect with women who can relate with my own story, whether it be um, the journeys of, you know, some childhood traumas or whether it be the journeys of having, being in a, in a toxic marriage for, um, for 10 years and pulling myself out of that, walking away from that, and now being a single mom. So the women who have um, experienced those kinds of things uh, tend to relate more to me and are my target audience. How long did it actually take you to write your chapter? <laughs> well, I'm a procrastinator. So in, in all honesty, when I first when I signed on to this project, I had an idea of a different way I was going to go with it. And looking back, I realized that that was me being scared of being so vulnerable um, because this is the first time that I've really told all of this. I ha I've had childhood friends who reached out to me after reading the chapter and um, just said, you know, they had no idea that I had gone through those things. And, and so I, I think Part, a big part of my procrastination was fear. And then when I sat down to write it, I still sat the night before it was due. <laughs> I still uh, had plans to write on a different um, topic, a different angle. Um, but when I started writing, this is what came out. And so once I started, it took me a couple hours to write it. Um, but it took me a couple months to be able to just sit down and write it. And you said, um, you know, fear. So actually you overcame fear because you were able to um, pin your thoughts together and come up with your chapter. So do you believe that, you know, if we, like with your title, if we just keep going, we'll overcome things that we didn't think we could actually overcome? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And I think it's important to try to recognize what is fear that is holding us back so that you can be um, more determined to overcome it, um, you know, because fear disguises itself. And so sometimes you don't realize that you were, just like I said, you know, with my original plan to take a different path, I didn't realize that that was just fear disguised. And I think that overcoming, I think we can all overcome fear um, sometimes it takes longer in certain things. But I also think that once you overcome fear, then you have something to look back on to say, well, I did this and I did this and I overcame that. So then it can help empower you to know that if I just keep going this time, I'll make it through the fear and the worry and all of that just like I did the other times before. Now, you mentioned um, divorce, so and your title kind of goes right with that. With divorce, you were still able to keep going. So what would you say to someone that's, um, like, right now in the middle of going through divorce? You know, what, what are some of the words that you would probably say to that man or that woman, really? Yes, the divorce is is a funny thing because it rarely does it happen if if it's not better. You know, rarely is, is a divorce 
something that is um, going to end up worse for someone. Typically, if you're looking at divorce, then things are just not going well and you would be healthier outside of that situation. But when you're in it, it's hard to see that and it's hard to feel that because all you feel is heartache and pain and struggle. Um, and then, you know, some divorces come with a lot of mess and that can be really hard too. Um, you know, I would just, I would encourage them to, I don't want to say remember the bad times because that's not what you want to focus on, but sometimes we glamorize the past and when we're in the middle of like a divorce or something like that, we're just thinking about all the good times and not remembering how we got to the point to to where this decision was made. You know, it wasn't, most of the time it wasn't just willy-nilly, I just want to get divorced. Like there are things that got you to that point and so, trying to just remember that this is why I'm doing this. Um, that way you can focus on the, that once you're past it, you'll be out of that. Um, and then also, you know, I, would, I strongly encourage talking to someone. Therapy is ideal, but, of course, it's not accessible for everyone. So having a good friend that you can just talk to and be sad with. Um, feeling your feelings is really important. You know, not trying to stuff it all down and put on a brave face and, you know, just allow yourself to cry and be sad and be mad and, you know, hit things safely, obviously. Um, because if you don't process those feelings, they don't go away. You, they will be there waiting for you another day. And so, you know, just, just working through it, sitting in the pain, journaling is always, always a recommendation of mine because that helps you process those feelings. It helps you to get it out of your brain. Um, it helps you to see it differently because sometimes um, when you're writing it out, something clicks and, and you can either see it for what it really is or you can take a different perspective on it. Um, so, you know, it, divorce isn't easy for anyone and, and for some it's harder than others, but just remember why you're doing it. Um, so that you can have the uh, the courage to continue and and process those feelings, feel them. It sucks, but it's worth it. You know, it's almost like um, remember your why, because you can get caught up, you know, in remembering all of the good times. But remember your why um, as you're going through it, and especially um, when you have kids. It's like let me remember the reason why. I made this decision. Give us the name of your um, coaching company again, because you, you mentioned it earlier, and um, I didn't catch it. Well, I didn't get to write it down, but I was going to get you to mention that and then tell us one or two things you actually help your clients get through. Yeah, you know, I think I actually didn't even say it. I need to get better with that. Um, so thank you for asking. Um, so my my coaching business is Purpose by Ange, um, and I'm Coach Ange. And um, my tagline is Live Your Best Life because I started out as um, strictly health and, health and wellness, um, you know, nutrition and exercise. And then I started to realize that health and wellness is, is way more than just what you're eating and how much you're exercising. It is your whole life. And um, so I focus on six areas of wellness. Uh, we focus on nutrition and exercise because those are important. And we focus on personal time, which is 
how you're intentionally spending your free time, whether it be hobbies or, you know, watching something that brings you happiness, um, you know, playing games, that kind of thing. Uh, and then self-care time. So how are you loving yourself? How are you spending time alone? Because in this day and age, that is something that so many of us have a hard time doing. Um, we are often rarely alone, and then when we are, it feels very uncomfortable because it's a foreign concept to us. But it's a really important part of self-love because if you can't spend time with yourself, then you're going to have a hard time truly loving yourself. Um, and then there's career and educational. So some people have career goals or educational goals. Not everybody does, but it's definitely something I like to talk about with my clients. And then lastly, spiritual. And that can mean a lot of different things for people. It can mean, you know, it can mean religious. It can mean a certain, you know, deity or God or Jesus. Um, it can mean just simply connecting with yourself on a whole level spiritually. Uh, meditation, journaling, affirmations, walks in nature, and that kind of thing. Um, so I found that those areas, when we focus on improving in those areas, it really helps the person to to grow um, and live their best life. Wow, that that is awesome. I, I like everything that you said um, about your company. Now, ultimately, once a person reads your chapter, Name three things that you want them to gain from reading your chapter. Um, so I would really love for them to feel um, pride in themselves for the things that they've overcome. I would love for them to see the things that I talk about and that I've overcome and being able to recognize within themselves some things that they have overcome. So I'd love for them to feel pride in themselves for that. Um, I'd like for them to feel motivation for um, being able to overcome anything and being able to get through things. And then I'd like for them to just feel human. So often we feel like, you know, either we're the only ones going through things or we're the only ones who, you know, quote, unquote, screw things up or, you know, we're the only ones that can't can't get it together. And I would love for them to see that they're, they're human just like we are, just like everyone is, and we all are actually so much more alike than we'll ever know. Yes. Now, I have another question for you. Do you believe that your faith um, inspired you to write and share your story? Absolutely. So I think that faith is a really important um, thing to have. I think without some sort of faith, it, life can feel very uh, daunting and, um, you know, it's hard to be hopeful without faith. So, you know, I have a lot of faith and, and, and I feel like everything is working out for the greater good. And I, I also feel a lot of um, obligation to share so that others can feel inspired and to help you know, build their best life. And so I feel like, you know, my faith requires that of me um, to be able to hopefully inspire, you know, faith and hope in others. Yes. If you could name three things that you are most thankful for, I know that there's a lot, but if you could name three, maybe four, that would be a blessing. 
Yeah, you know, I think gratitude is so important, and um, I love writing things that I'm grateful for and um, just trying to live in gratitude, even when things are bad, looking for the good. Um, My kids are definitely number one. I have three kids, and they are absolutely amazing. Um, So that's definitely number one. I uh, have an abundance of love in my life. Um, I have a unique situation where I don't have a lot of family. It's um, honestly just my mom and my kids at this point. Um, I don't have any other extended family that I'm connected to, but I have so much love from um, friends who are like family and support from acquaintances and such that um, I definitely try not to take that for granted because I know that I am blessed in that area. Um, And then, you know, I am honestly grateful for the things that I've been through. You know, I've been through a lot, but I know that it's made me who I am today and it has allowed me to help others with their situations. So I I definitely find gratitude in that as well. That is so wonderful. Now, do you have anyone in your um, life that was influential in you deciding to tell your story or share your story? Um, So I think Dawn Leake, who was the visionary of the book, who has been my mentor and she's coached me business-wise and she's my friend, Um, she would be the biggest uh, influence in that realm. She she knows a lot about me that, you know, a lot of people don't because we are close friends. And, um, you know, she actually came to me about the book and asked me to be a part of it and I kindly declined, you know, no, thank you, though. And then uh, a couple weeks later, she came back and told me I was going to be a part of the book. And, um, and you know, had she not done that, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have done it. And, and now I have, and I've seen it with all the other authors too, there's been other things that have opened up and ideas start to flow and, you know, the motivation and the confidence to do things starts to flow. So she has been a huge influence. She's been really helpful with my business via her coaching but her, you know, reminding me that people need to hear this story has been the biggest influence for getting me to write it and release it. You know what, um, kudos to Dawn because um, when she asked me to be in the book, I was like, Dawn, hold on, let me just think about it. But, you know, it was one of the um, best decisions that I made also because, um, you know, I had a chance to, not meet you in person, but to, you know, meet you virtually and meet you um, over a conference call. But just to know that um, we have an extended family, the family, the finally free family, and we are all um, encouraging each other. So, you know, kudos to Dawn and um, just a blessing. We've all just been blessed, just the connection that, um, you know, we have uh, with one another. Now, here's another um, question for you. Did you feel, or no, did you find any relief in sharing your story? The short answer is yes. Um, (laughs) But I got to tell you, you know, up until, uh, you know, from submitting it up until the day of release, 
even the day, you know, day after, a couple of days after, until people started to respond, you know, and then it was like, oh, yeah, that's why I did this. It was kind of a reminder, like, oh, yeah, I did this for this reason. And so that was a relief to to hear that. And then it was, and then at that point, it was honestly a relief to kind of set it free. But, um, but up until then, the imposter syndrome was strong. The nerves were kicking my butt. Like, on Thursday, I felt like I wanted to puke. Like, it was rough. But, but knowing that it was doing what, you know, I intended it to do did, did end up providing me relief. Wow, that is such a blessing. I, I think we all were kind of, um, you know, just nervous. And, you know, I've, I've been writing for a long time, but – I do find myself getting nervous at certain times, and, you know, we just wanted everything to just go well and to, um, you know, I want to say kind of just be perfect because we had already put so much energy and time in getting the word out that we just wanted. First of all, we wanted to make sure that we, um, you know, bless Dawn for all that she had, um, you know, done putting all of this together and constantly keeping us up to date. <laughs> So it was just a nervous time, but it was a blessed time, too. So I am super um, excited about, you know, the different um, avenues that God is going to take each and every one of us. Here's another question for you, and I I was looking, and I was like, let me see. (laughs) Are you in the process of um, writing another book or um, a chapter or where do you go from here? Because as a best-time uh, selling author, you know, you can only go up now. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. So like, like I said, you know, this, this has been kind of a, a, that push of the boulder down the hill, and it, the momentum just keeps building and, and building and going and going. And I think it's been that way for a lot of us. So I have a couple of ideas for anthologies of my own, specifically mm-hmm. for the um, for the LP community for little people. Um, I'm a I'm a huge advocate in that. Um, or I'll try to be a huge advocate in that world, and um, just to you know let others know like who we are, that kind of thing. Um, and and so I have some ideas for anthologies and LP related to help. Um, others relate to LPs. Um, and then I've kind of always thought that I would write, you know, a memoir of sorts. And I've actually started dictating um, into my notes app um, things when they pop into my head. So I've got just this big jumble of notes that will one day turn into something. I'm not sure when. I'm just kind of letting it ride and but the the anthology is going to be something that i would like to have out um by october because that is dwarfism awareness month let me tell you from a um publisher standpoint i really believe that that would be an awesome book um to write so that people can you know be aware you know understand you know everything and um you know just you know how sometimes you have questions that you want to ask, but you just don't know how? So I really think mm-hmm. that book um, would just be an awesome um, book to write, and even in this season right now, to um, get the word out. 
What um, words of encouragement would you like to leave as we get ready to come to a close? You know, I would just love for people to understand that they are good. You know, there are rarely people in this world who are just inherently evil. There, You know, people have typically have good intentions, mean well, and do good things, but sometimes we let society or our past or what people have told us or even our own brains tell us otherwise. And even if you have a lifetime of those things playing in your mind, it's never too late to rewire that. It's never too late to love yourself. It's never too late to find happiness within you. And it's always, always, always worth the pain and the work that it takes to get there. Yes. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for sharing that. So where can our listeners get copies of your book? Now, we know that they can go on Amazon, but um, I try to make sure that the authors give out their information to have people come to, like, your website or whatever information you would like to give out. Yeah, thank you for that. So um, I'm actually selling signed copies as part of a fundraiser for our Mississippi chapter of Little People of America. I am the, um, the president of the Mississippi chapter, and so, you know, we're always looking to do fundraisers so that we can, you know, do meetings and things like that. And we're a really new chapter um, so my book is uh, available on my website, which is um, purposebyange.com. Um, you can also, there's a link on my IG, which is Purpose by Ange, and um, my, my um, Facebook business page, which is Purpose by Ange. So, you know, if you want to find me, it's Purpose by Ange, and that's Purpose by Ange, A-N-G, um, and that's across the board, um, website, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, Clubhouse, all that stuff. <laughs> that is really nice. So I just want to take this time to just say thank you, thank you for um, accepting my invitation and being an awesome guest, and I look forward to um, meeting you after this pandemic is over with. <laughs> yeah, for so real. This is- <laughs> So on behalf of Gospel Time Machine, AGD Publishing, we here at Authors Chat with Allison would like to thank you for taking time out to spend your day with us, wishing you much success and blessings on your journey. Peace, Allison.